0: Is it a machine, a vehicle, or a monument? Perhaps next to the castles themselves, this attraction is one of the most iconic sites in the parks. Taking two years to construct and spanning the history of the world, this ride serves as both entertainment and a testament to human achievement. This week on Slice of Disney, Spaceship Earth. Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I'm your host Kelly Washington, Disney obsessed enthusiast, and real life Tinkerbell.
1: And I'm your co-host Will Luntz, and a reused animatronic.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's
1: a little sneak peek, for, sneak,
0: just a little preview yeah. for what's to come.
1: Spaceshipper,
0: have you been on Spaceshipper? I have. But okay, obviously great.
1: Not since I was very young.
0: Uh, I remember
1: really liking it as a kid because I was a dork.
0: I, hey, so. <laughs> My brothers and I started to love this ride, and we'd make sure we always went on it, uh, except this past trip we weren't able to, and I was very bummed. And by this past trip, it was like a year ago, so it's been a while. Um, Not that long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been a while for the Washington family standards, but...
0: True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they, when they updated this ride, which uh, they updated it a few times, we'll discuss it, but when they updated it and added these screens... We just thought that was like the most fun thing ever. That's funny. So, yeah, it's, I feel like I say this about every ride, but I love this ride. Yeah, you do love every ride. I do love every ride.
1: Um, One of the things that I think is interesting about this ride is that it's, uh, as you'll find out, it's much, it's like an educational experience. We talked a little bit about that in the intro, uh, hinted at that. Uh, And one of the things that I thought was important for listeners to hear um, is talking a little bit about the intent uh, for Epcot when it was first Um, conceptualized right yes and you know more about this than I do but I I did watch that one Imagineering episode so so you know why don't you tell people but
0: Epcot was is the experimental prototype community of tomorrow
1: oh that's what it stands for
0: yes oh cool and it was originally Walt's idea of this utopian society where everyone lives in a bubble a, a literal bubble and everyone works together and It It was a utopia, is what
1: he wanted it to make, right?
0: Yes. um, Obviously, when he passed away, everyone was like, this is a terrible idea. We're not going to do it. We're going to make it a theme park.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) Which I'm all for. And now Epcot has Future World and uh, the World Showcase. So it's kind of separated into two parts. The Spaceship Earth is the icon for Future World. And... R- and really Epcot and really Florida yeah know, I was Florida telling you parks. before
1: this like that's when I think of the parks I think of like Mickey's ears Um, and then as we work on the intro I was like all oh, the castles are pretty iconic too but like Right up there is is the golf ball, which is what this is. If you're if you're not familiar with what we're talking about here, it is that giant golf ball looking thing that you've probably seen in commercials or you've seen in different places. But yes. Spaceship Earth is the attraction, and in it, yeah, within, there's a ride. Yeah.
0: Did you know that if Spaceship Earth were a golf ball, the golf ball the golfer would have to be a mile tall?
1: I did not know that. <laughs> that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. The structure itself weighs 16 million pounds. That's a lot of pounds. Yeah, it's ginormous and as we talked about it took two years to build it Mm -hmm. so before we get into what's in the inside what's in the center of the oh do you remember oh i wonder wonder what's in a wonder ball
1: oh i wonder wonder yes i do what's in a wonder (laughs) ball i do remember that in
0: this wonder ball is a ride but the outside of it is 165 feet in diameter and it's 180 feet high
1: Okay, yeah. I, the diameter part's actually a little bit smaller than I would have thought, but, the, but that makes sense. I mean, you know, it's yeah. still huge.
0: And it's so heavy that when they're building it, because obviously you're building it on swampland, the land is very oh, weak. Oh, good point. So they had to go underground to put these six legs. So there's under there's 100 feet under what we can see that's holding that structure up.
1: Oh, that's interesting. not that crazy? I didn't realize that, yeah.
0: So Disney Imagineers hired MIT uh engineers to help construct this huge and i wonder why they were like this is the shape we're going with
1: yeah it is really interesting and it's uh what's the uh, it's a it's a geodesic polyhedron uh sphere i guess it's like the golf ball thing like we mentioned but it's got all these like triangles and stuff that protrude from it to make it into this like i i don't i don't know it, i'm not that guy but it seems we cool. are not
0: the mit yeah. uh engineers but we are observers of the sphere, yeah. And and it, it's there the amount of science and just cool engineering that went into building this is really awesome. So because it's so heavy, uh, they use a substance called I'm going to say a bond is that th- is how I'm reading this um, for 960 flat panels that are underneath those protruding. Triangle things. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we are so scientific. <laughs> uh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> no,
1: it's okay. It's what it is. The futuristic metal metallic places meshed together in what should be a perfect sphere of eleven thousand five hundred and twenty triangles with three thousand eight hundred and forty points.
0: But spaceship Earth is imperfect. Correct. It is not exactly that. It only has eleven thousand three hundred and twenty-four triangles. But why? For,
1: you might ask. For
0: actually, a really cool reason. <laughs> what is? Because Disney reason? thinks of everything. So one, they had to have an access point for cast members to get in and out. Uh huh. So there's a trapdoor, right? In it, and they they made it so that because obviously Florida gets so much rain, they wanted this rainwater to go somewhere. So they have it has a drainage system that allowed guests to pass through without like rain just pouring on them. That makes sense. Yeah. And then the water would get sucked through pipes and then go into the World Showcase Lagoon. Oh, cool! Yeah,
1: so they're re- reusing it. Yeah, So it's like a, it's like a rain catcher in a way, um, and they're reusing that water for for different reasons. Right. That's cool.
0: Something that just with, about Epcot when they first opened, they had different bodies of water and put them all in one, so that unity. You, you had water from all over the world. That's cool. Yeah. That's.
1: I like it. It's, I mean, that's also sort of what Rain does, but, you know, what <laughs> am I, you know who am I to say? I'm not an <laughs> MIT engineer.
0: I, they're just trying to, you know, bring the world together. I like
1: it. It's symbolic.
0: Which is really important right now, you know, as I think it's important that we're working together as a community to grow. And that's what this ride is kind of about. It's about the evolution of communication, arts, and science. Yeah.
1: So it is like, yeah, let's get into sort of what the ride is. Uh, yeah, sit on a little thing, and you go through a tour of the history of the world. You go
0: through kind of a people mover. Yeah. Um, it has two, Most of the, unless you have a small child, it's really two people and two people in the back. And you each have a little screen. You're going to pick a language so that throughout the ride, you can understand what you know the narrator is saying. Sure. And then they'll take your picture for a fun thing at the end. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yes. And you can make silly faces, but not too silly.
1: Why not? Does it make you retake?
0: No, it'll just then you don't get your picture, it'll be a cartoon face.
1: Oh, if you make two so if you make an inappropriate face? Yeah, but okay. sometimes
0: it hasn't even been that inappropriate like Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no finger gestures, kids. It's <laughs> um, is clean family fun.
1: Sure. Um, so yeah, that's you're you're in the people mover and you you pick your language and then you travel through the history of communication.
0: Yes. From uh, the beginning of civilization to today. Yeah. Or the 80s. Well,
1: that's always... I mean, I think they did say, like, there's some, like... There's always, like, the evolution of personal computers, right? They haven't really updated it past that, have they? No. Okay.
0: That's kind of where you end. So Mm -hmm. you start in the Stone Age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it just takes you through... um, My favorite part, I'm wearing my hat today, is... uh, When they're like, do you remember how easy it was to learn your ABCs? Thank the Phoenicians. They invented them.
1: Yeah, there you go. And so I'm wearing a hat
0: that that says,
1: if you can read this. Thank the
0: Phoenicians. So how much of it do you remember? I remember
1: very little. I was young, but I do remember enjoying it. Um, That's
0: positive. Yeah. Yeah, it is kind of cool to see the storyline. And the storyline, which I didn't know this until looking at all this up, was created by Ray Bradbury.
1: Uh, yeah, at least in part, right?
0: Which, if you don't know who that is, he's the author of Fahrenheit 451. And so after Walt had passed away, they went to him and asked him, you know, to help come up with this storyline, which I I had no idea.
1: Yeah, no, I thought that was really interesting because um, I only really know him. I associate him with Fahrenheit 451, but not really much else outside of that. So, to, to...
0: Still such an iconic author.
1: Yeah. And one of the things I liked about this, too, was that, you know, uh, one of the things that you found, and I don't know who our Buckminster Fuller is, but um, said that that was like kind of part of the inspiration with this, that he was a futurist, and he talked about how, like, the Earth is a spaceship that's fueled by the sun, and that kind of started the idea behind this spaceship Earth concept, right? And it's really, you know, kind of fun to think about us being on a spaceship.
0: It is, that this whole idea, one, a futurist, I didn't know that was a title one could have, uh, but then he, Kate, he, he inspired, you know, the structure itself and then also inspired some other things in future world, uh, the land and the seas with Nemo and friends. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So, so. those are two other buildings.
1: Yeah. I don't know those ones as much, but. Well, we'll get, I, I, you know I, I, where the land about-
0: is. The land has Sorin, which used to have food rocks oh, okay. in it. Now it's all, it's all it's coming all together. It's all now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah so Ray helped with the story and the story really is this like span of 40,000 years of communication um, and the evolution of that communication
0: yeah and how we've grown as a society so you kind of start with the cavemen to ancient Egypt and then we get into language which mm-hmm. starts with the Phoenicians and when we go from there its still kind of scenes you see Greek scholars talking then we get to ancient Rome where every time because there's speaking latin and i try to listen to see what they're saying mm-hmm. but i can never hear them because the narrator's narrating
1: right right which is well we'll talk about the that we will a talk bit, about the those narrators. are really interesting yeah
0: then when we get into a little more modern history in terms of what we've documented what's written down
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh which they discuss on the ride then we're seeing people that are iconic
1: oh sure like names that we recognize yes yeah so we see like renaissance artists like michelangelo
0: Yes, so he's while well, he's painting the Sistine Chapel.
1: We also see the Gutenberg uh, printing press that's developed. Um, it moves. You know, I, I was wondering about this because I haven't been on it in a while. So, a question for you. Um I've kind of read through this, but like, it seems like there's a, a kind of a U.S. tilt to it. Once the U.S. becomes a thing, right? Because it goes through like the Civil War and you know, it's Neil Armstrong. And granted, like more modern history tends to. I'm going to sound very national centric, geocentric here, but tends to have a little bit more of a You know, the U.S. is a big part of that. I would Um, say that
0: it does focus on the U.S. uh, quite a bit once we get into more modern history. You see, I I feel like once you're in that post-Civil War area, and then you see all of the phone operators, and then you do, like, it's... I would say the slowest moment of the ride is you see a family sitting around a sofa watching Neil Armstrong land on the moon.
1: That's cool. I mean, that's interesting that you describe that as the slowest portion of the no
0: i, I mean ride. the ride literally slows down
1: oh wow okay, okay yeah okay. no i think you're like that's where it gets boring i was like no. that's the only time we get off of earth
0: this is a oh. spaceship wow i didn't even think about that yes. it's spaceship earth and you're watching something in space
1: right 100 percent. i
0: hope we go to the moon again
1: yeah sure that'd be cool do you think we went the first time yeah conspiracy corner with Will and Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, just for anyone out there that's wondering.
0: There's a great documentary actually called Apollo 11 that you should watch. Okay. On HBO, I think. Okay. Uh, So, yes, it's not the slowest part of the ride in terms of... It just like it slows down to really emphasize. It, yes.
1: So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, we, gotcha. we see
0: that. Then we go into this huge, like, building where this woman is working with an old computer, you mm-hmm. know, where the computers were literally the size mm-hmm. of a building. Yeah. And then we end with a man in a garage working on the first home computer.
1: Is that man Bill Gates?
0: I've always interpreted it as Bill Gates. Yeah. It's supposed to just kind of like be a generic man working in garage. But like how many generic men invented computers in garages?
1: Not very many. Not very yeah. many. Well, I can only think of one, but maybe there's <laughs> two. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that that's one of the, it's, it's just so different from the other types of rides. Yeah. Uh, And I guess Epcot is more of like a a display of a lot of different cultural things. But like this one in general, I just always remember enjoying because it's also like a way to like slow down and enjoy, you know, enjoy yourself. Because it's like a 15 minute ride, right?
0: It's pretty long. Yeah, it's about 15 minutes. It's definitely very educational. So I understand kids being like, I want to go on Star Wars, which is also cool. But I enjoy the fact that it's it does switch it up. I think Epcot, which we're Definitely getting away from that, but it used to be very educational. Mm-hmm. They Most of the stuff in Future World was that. Uh, now, this is probably going to be one of the last remaining pieces of the original Epcot. So it'll be interesting. They were actually going to refurbish it now.
1: But oh, I think with
0: all of this going on, I think they're yeah. putting that on pause for a little bit.
1: Um, so one thing that you started to talk about that uh, happens at the end of the ride is the screen pops up again, right? And starts yes. asking you, like, data questions, basically. Yeah,
0: they're like, is your, like, travel for work or leisure?
1: It's like, do you want to go to the beach or the mountains? Stuff yeah, like that. Things like and also, that. like, where did you come from? Like, yes, you, like, click on where you came from? And, and at it? the
0: end, you see yourself, your your little future self, go through a little cartoon of and your future the, life.
1: That's where the picture comes in, uh-huh. I'm guessing, yeah. And
0: I think that made, when I was a kid... That was so much fun because yeah. we were really young, like when that started. So to be honest with you, I don't remember it before yeah, that version. Sure.
1: It's just interesting to me. I like. I wonder what the point of that is. Like, are they collecting data for some reason? But like, what are you going to do with like?
0: No, I think a it's, million
1: records of people preferring the beach or the mountain.
0: I I think it was just a way to update the ride and keep it interesting because mm-hmm. it's educational and is people don't want to right. most of the time aren't looking for an educational ride right that this was a way to just make it a little more fun and engaging. That makes sense. And me and my brothers would enjoy, you know, when we would go on it a lot, getting to listen to it in different languages or <laughs> see dorks. if we could remember lines or whatever. Like, definitely dorks. That's very cool, though. <laughs> it was, I, you know, I do truly enjoy this ride, and I was very yeah. sad last time that I didn't get to go on it. And in listening to it, we've gone through a series of narrators throughout this, very famous narrators.
1: Big names, big names. Big names.
0: That's why I am so shocked. Like when even seeing like Ray Bradbury working on this, I'm like, what? Like he's too big to be working on a Disney ride. But I think that, you know, shows how influential Disney has been. Mm -hmm. The ride was originally narrated by Vic Perrin and that debuted in 1982. He only did it that until 1986.
1: Mm -hmm. When I was born. So they were like, Will's here. That's when you were
0: born? 1986?
1: Whoa. Yeah. Like Will's here. Got to get a new narrator. <laughs> uh, make sure it's uh top shape
0: he's coming in hot
1: you know who he's a fan of they knew like coming in they're like these guys can be a fan of walter cronkite
0: oh yeah they knew yeah they just knew
1: let's go ahead and get that ready for will
0: and he's a broadcast journalist uh-huh. uh huh. and it was featured on the right till 1994
1: mm-hmm. and walter cronkite like huge name huge name yeah everyone like you would recognize the voice when you were
0: right huge name I don't recognize his voice. <laughs> I had, I had okay. to go listen to it. No,
1: I, I did mean more in general. Like, parents, like parents would recognize it. Like, in that time period, if you were on the ride, you'd be like, this is Walter Cronkite. That's right. cool.
0: And the kids are just like, fun ride. They're
1: like, ooh, look, my picture's on the face of a thing, and Not it's doing yet. a thing. We're
0: almost there. Oh, yes, that's true. Then the third narrator came in, which is somebody that uh, I know.
1: Yeah. Who's that?
0: Jeremy Irons. Yeah. The voice of school Scar.
1: Do you think he did the Scar voice for it?
0: Oh, I, I hope so. It's like...
1: A, <laughs> I feel like we can answer probably pretty firmly no. I but know, but
0: how cool would it be to like have like a villainous version? Every so
1: often that you get like the villain one. That'd be cool.
0: That would be so cool. Then, in 2007, we replaced the voice one more time, and that's who we currently hear, which is Judy Dench.
1: Dame Judy Dench. Dame
0: Judy Dench. And it, it her voice is just so beautiful. Yeah. And
1: it's perfect for this kind of thing. It
0: really is.
1: 2007 to present. So that's a she's had a pretty long run. I mean, uh, Jeremy Irons did too from 1994 to 2007. But, uh, but yeah, I wonder who will be next.
0: Yeah, I like hers. That's again, that's the version that if I think you know. could replace
1: uh, replace her with someone new. Who would it be?
0: Whose voice would I want to hear? I mean, I feel like Morgan Freeman yeah, is the always the good. Answer, yeah. yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and think of someone else. That's okay. Ooh, Take Idris time. Alba.
1: Oh, he'd be good. Yeah, he'd be good. Hmm.
0: Which then immediately makes me think of Michael Scott, like Steve Carell voicing the whole thing God, as be Michael awful. Scott. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I mean,
1: that'd be a fun bit. But I mean, I can think of one voice. Who? Yours truly.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. But on
1: this world to uh, elevate communication, Will Lens,
0: podcast expert,
1: <laughs> podcast aficionado. Um, I don't know who would I pick. You know, I think like uh, Benedict. Cumberbatch.
0: Oh, yeah. It'd be interesting. We got I think we got to stick in the. Or Jeff Probst. <laughs> uh, for those who do not know, Will is obsessed with Survivor. I am. And he has gotten me in this quarantine obsessed with Survivor as she had well. No other choice. No. So. Like, yeah,
1: nothing else to do. Watch these 10 seasons. <laughs> it's
0: honestly, it's so addicting. I'm like, yo, I could do other things or I could watch Survivor. Exactly.
1: It's and they're okay. old
0: seasons, and yet I'm still like, wow, freaking out about it. It's so it. fun. Speaking of civilization, while you're while the narrator is narrating, telling you the story of civilization in our history, you're seeing these little scenes like we talked about earlier, and in these scenes are these a ton of animatronics. Mm-hmm. Some are little things like you see an entrance to a doorway or something, but most of them have animatronics. An in. entrance
1: to a doorway. <laughs> wow! Communication at its peak.
0: So though these people are good at communication, Kelly is not <laughs> not, as not as great with her words sometimes, <laughs> and that's why I have a podcast where all I have is words,
1: and I get to sit here and not talk that much and make fun of you <laughs> when you screw up. It's yes. great. <laughs> it's
0: Everyone kind of like wins. Ideal world. <laughs> so th- the thing that I think is so cool is Spaceship Earth has a ton of recycled animatronics. Yeah, they really do. Which is one smart, but two. Not only are you seeing these historical figures but these historical figures were previous historical figures yeah. so you have a bunch of old presidents that yeah, were in, from the
1: Hall of Presidents that were in the
0: Hall of Presidents uh-huh. that have now made their way into spaceship Earth like you have the old Andrew Jackson is now operating a printing press and he's wearing an apron
1: kind of a demotion for the guy I think.
0: <laughs> That pretty much all these guys kind of took a step back from being president. Dwight D. Eisenhower is a mandolin player.
1: Uh, Buchanan holds a magnifying glass, which he might have done as president. I he don't might know. have done that, too. You know?
0: There you go. Uh, <laughs> then uh, John Tyler as a Turk. Okay. We have, uh, ooh, you have William Taft as an Egyptian priest. Which
1: is pretty cool. Yeah, and, that's uh, cool. Teddy Roosevelt is a Roman senator, which I think, you know.
0: They make yeah, that's it's a
1: similar, stayed in the same field, at yeah. least, you know.
0: <laughs> He's, I mean, because then you have Franklin Pierce is a scholar. Ooh, excited! So I think that's really fun. Next time I go on it, I'm definitely going to have to look for these people. Ooh, one more fun one. John Adams is a monk. So fun. I thought that,
1: <laughs> that was fun. <laughs>
0: but it's going to be fun to see their faces yeah, now. for sure. And what they're doing
1: yeah, I do think that that's really cool, and I mean, it makes sense. I, I, did you ever go on the Hall of Presidents?
0: Oh yeah, we did. I that. never did. Oh,
1: is it still? Does it still exist, or in just like in a reduced capacity? Or what? Nope,
0: it's still there. Okay, I don't. That's what I'm not sure. Like, did they take some of the presidents away?
1: Actually, I remember that now because they did. Like, there was that little mild controversy at the start what? where they were like Trump statue. His his he figure looks, like looks silly. And they and did it like, on purpose. No. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, no. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, my dad is a wonderful nerd shocking yeah (laughs) made a bunch of nerd children (laughs) uh and so we do a lot of the more educational things at disney okay so that is what makes sense yeah when you know and also we're in epcot we go to a lot of the the films about the countries Mm -hmm. and stuff like that that's cool so they they really go into a lot of detail and that the printing press is also a fully functioning printing press oh nice yeah it's a replica
1: that's that's pretty neat too
0: yeah i mean it didn't have to be but it is So there's a lot of cool things and details that they put in there. And it really is crazy to think how fast technology moves.
1: Yeah, because, like, you know, I think that it's fair to say that, you know, some of this, like I was saying earlier, is a little U.S. centric. But so many developments have happened in the past 200 years versus the first, you know, because this does cover 40,000 years of humanity. And, like, the exponential um, progress has been made and it's a
0: bummer we didn't go before humans and we had some dinos in there yeah well i
1: mean if you believe they exist um and then Whoa, <laughs> but then it's also interesting that like 1980 on ish right they haven't really done much and there's so much more to do right you know
0: right and i wonder you know if you know when they were going to refurbish it what they were going to do I'm yeah, yeah very curious because there is an element of this ride you want to i again i like the old feeling but I do enjoy when they update things like they have updated this ride a good amount. You know, in the beginning they had something else and now they've redone it so that you have like a cgi woolly mammoth and the cavemen are fighting. Mm. There are also some hidden Mickeys in there.
1: Yeah, I saw like one or two when I was poking around doing some research. Uh, what do you where, where are they?
0: So there's one uh, in the Renaissance painting. There is a hidden Mickey made like in a painting. A man is, yeah, he's like painting some fruit and there's a hidden Mickey uh, made of paint rings on the table.
1: Right, right, right. I've seen a picture of that one. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then, so there's one, there's this huge mural on the outside of the ride. Mm -hmm. Uh, We haven't really discussed the queue. The queue is a line.
1: Yeah. And I feel like it's pretty quick, right? Maybe not. Yes
0: and no. It, It moves pretty consistently, but some, I mean, it's funny. I feel like. There were years where we'd go and there was nobody going on this ride. And then there's times we'll go and th- it's an hour and a half long yeah. line.
1: Wow, that's crazy. I yes, and it, it is a true just
0: weaves. There's no, there's yeah. not really anything interesting about the line at all. Yeah. It is not good for social distancing.
1: <laughs> sure, but I mean what lines are.
0: <laughs> true. And the outside before you enter kind of inside the golf ball is this huge mural. Supposedly there's a hidden Mickey in there. I have looked every year. I can't find it. I have no idea where it is. Yeah.
1: And I did some cursory research and I didn't see that mentioned. So like, I or at least didn't see a picture of it. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. One of the not so hidden Mickeys is one of the, my favorite facts that I found. I actually added it into the stock. I don't know if you saw it or not. Um, but on the actual structure, there is a trap door at the top. And that's how Mickey gets out and stands on top of the spaceship earth for the like promos that they've done and stuff like you see those commercials of him standing up on top of the globe whoa yeah and so that's one of the things that also makes it an imperfect geodesic sphere or whatever (laughs) that's really Uh,
0: cool and really scary yeah can you imagine being Mm -hmm. in costume no that high up i can't
1: imagine being in a costume let alone that high up
0: oof that would be so scary i
1: have a thing with heights though where uh my thing with them is I don't like them <laughs> so
0: but you like roller coasters i like them okay yeah those are the only i i feel like there's more hidden mickeys uh if i find some i'll post them on social media but this one i have to find it in the mural and i'm not there's pictures of this mural okay but again i don't know where this mickey is I've been searching for years. I'm gonna find it, guys.
1: Um, all right, so that brings us to the questions that we always like to wrap up these uh, ride discussions with. Um, since we have just talked about the queue and the length of it, I think it's uh, important to ask, where does this? Uh, where does this one go in your day?
0: Well, since we're doing again, so this is only in Disney World. Right. This is not anywhere else. This for is sure. very specific to Epcot. This is a little different because we do Fast Pass it. They added a Fast Pass, and now that. The fast pass system is really different in Florida than it is out in California, so it kind of depends on when our fast pass comes up.
1: But so it is a it's an everyday it's every time you go you you with the exception of last time you've been saying that you didn't. Yeah, get there last time, we but, usually yeah.
0: go. Uh, I remember as a kid though the line would be really short at night or something. And we would just go on it over and over.
1: Mm-hmm different languages
0: dorks yes for sure uh yeah we just wanted to like experience different things each time and like hear different you know we're like this is so cool
1: that's so funny (laughs) um
0: that's embarrassing guys it is but that's
1: okay you know no we like only do like buck and
0: roller coaster yeah for sure for
1: sure um so well i think that that kind of answers the the other question that i have i've got two more um there's you know you're on your way out of the parks the line's 10 minutes do you jump on it yes i would too and i usually am against that
0: it's also literally like the last thing before you exit. Yeah. The and
1: like you just, you're sitting in a kind of a cool environment and you're getting, like it's a very relaxing It thing is extremely relaxing. Yeah. At
0: the end, uh, when you are going through and putting on the little computer your choices of what your future is going to look like, you are almost, you're laying back and it's kind of like you see this world of stars. Oh, cool. And it's really pretty. And then at, you're at the top of the ball and you can see they have like an earth projected in the oh, distance nice. yeah yeah and there's just something kind of magical about that yeah. and I, I do think a it's real, you a spaceship i think it's something a really magical way to end your day um if the line is short i would definitely recommend going yeah. on it or getting a fast pass because so the way that fast passes work down there is there's different tiers so different rides like you can only get one of like a e-ticket attraction basically okay
1: that makes sense but could you get like multiple ones based on the different tiers yes and so this one
0: is kind of more of a middle tier i see so we always make sure to get it but it is it's hard you know doing that you do kind of run all over the park you can't go you can't like you can't
1: like be like i'm gonna give up my e-ticket slot for an extra Two D tickets.
0: Uh, You might be able to. It's kind of how
1: spell slots work in Dungeons and Dragons, so that's what I was wondering.
0: And I'm the dork. Oh my gosh! You guys are listening to the two coolest kids in Los Angeles. (laughs)
1: I'm gonna edit that (laughs) part out. So
0: no, don't. (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay, so uh, that brings us to the last question. Um, What would you change about this ride?
0: I would update it. I think. Yeah. Not too much. Again, I like.
1: What would you add? Like, obviously, I would add more current history. What would you add?
0: Ooh. Uh, I'll
1: tell you what I would add. Okay, you go first. The internet.
0: Oh, yeah, we don't really that get That feels
1: like a, well, see, an yeah, important one. Yeah, um, I guess that's
0: true. We don't really get into the internet. Yeah.
1: Uh, which is... And all the implications behind that. I think, like, you know, Apple is interesting to talk about but i mean that's a personal computer still so i think it really is the connection of all these i would say it's probably like you want to show a scene of people that are around the world Connecting. video chatting or something like that and,
0: yes um, i would try i would leave social media off
1: yeah i mean i, I know think,
0: it's a huge part of history but i think let's.
1: it's got we got it we haven't written the final chapter of social media yet so let's wait let's wait till we get some distance and see how it really evolves
0: i agree i think internet would be the it yeah. would be a great thing to show and just laptops showing how our phones like the fact we are literally carrying around mm-hmm. this very powerful computer in our yeah, hand. For sure. Things like I mean, that's you so
1: face timing in different parts of, you know, someone's on the subway and they're talking with somebody around the world. It's
0: right. right. It'd be yeah. hard, though, you know, because you, you don't want to take out any of the history before then that is part of the ride true but you do want to add
1: yeah i guess that's true because it is a finite amount of space you have to do okay i didn't really think about that it's not as easy as just like adding on an extra scene it's like you have to adjust you have to remove something if you're gonna add something
0: right because you can't the ball's the ball the yeah. golf ball ain't growing that's true and it's already so big
1: um i would take out
0: don't take out my phoenicians i'm
1: gonna take out the phoenicians thank goodness I would take out John Adams being a monk.
0: No. Is that part's so boring. <laughs> that part is the coolest part. <laughs> I I actually am really excited to go look at all these animatronic sure. spaces and be like, hmm. Yeah. Which present are you? I like it. Well, yes, if you're in Florida, this was I'm really this was fun because it was our first episode about a ride that is specific to Disney World mm-hmm. and Epcot. I hope that if you've been, let me know if you also are a nerd and like this ride. <laughs> and the air conditioning that comes with it. Yeah,
1: I think that's the main Good selling point for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun. I'd love to go back on it again at some point. Um, and I'm sure I will. Well, am not sure I will. I probably will. You
0: will. Eh. Are, are you kidding me? If You'll I ever
1: go to Disney World With again.
0: me. You're coming. Eh. We'll see. We're going to do a group trip. Spl- slice of Disney... Disney World Party!
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> everyone,
0: everyone is welcome. You have to bring ears, though. You can't come if you don't wear ears or a hat. Okay. Yes, that's the one requirement. All right. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed listening to Spaceship Earth. Uh, please like, subscribe, rate, share, communicate. Use your communication skills to talk to us.
1: Yeah, talk to us. You can do it through social media, Facebook and Instagram, Slice of Disney, or on Twitter at Slice underscore of underscore Disney. Um, you can email us at slicesofdisneypod at gmail.com. Um, go on any place where you consume podcasts and give us a rating, uh, subscription, review, share with a friend uh, that also likes Disney. Um, if you have ideas for rides you really want to hear us cover, you know we'd love to give you what you're what you're looking for yeah so,
0: i want to know yeah
1: send us the suggestions uh haunted mansion will be coming up oh
0: my god i'm so uh, I nervous yeah we're
1: gonna be hyping it for like uh i for, know
0: and I, this is so silly guys i just love it so much
1: yeah it's very silly <laughs> um but yeah we we love my hearing fangirl from fans, over so. a ride i don't, don't like fangirl
0: over like celebrities it's more a ride
1: yeah for sure it <laughs> <The> ghost- goes <laughs> host.
0: Your ghost host.
1: <laughs> Alright, we've got an off topic.
0: Okay, thank you again for listening to Spaceship Earth. I hope you have a lovely day. Keep bye